Rion, Rion, Rion. Es que eso voy a hacer, boy. <laughs> the energy stays strong. The energy strong, bro. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, thanks. Me and Rion um, both said we'd uh, make a coffee before we um, started recording this podcast today, but I hear you've let me down. Bro, when it comes to coffee, man, it's hit and miss, bro. Like, I don't, I don't really like coffee, but I love the little cappuccino sachets. It's literally this powder. I do, like, I do that half a teaspoon of sugar, milk, and this hot water, bro, and it is paying, but I ran out. So, obviously, right. I amended it, and I had the wasper, had some wasper hot chocolate. <laughs> Break us down on a wasper. So, it's the whisper and hot chocolate powder, but oh my God, it's actually paying, bro. It's That's very it. powdery, though, so you've got to proper like, mix it, but it's, it's nice, man. Very, very nice. Nah, fair play. Yeah, I've stuck with the um, classic black coffee. A rarity for me, so if I get a bit, um, start getting a bit ahead of myself, let me know. Bro, I've never known you to drink coffee, you know. I don't, I literally don't like coffee, bro. Just like, I feel like I can kick before the podcast, I was like, let me just try back one of these down. Calm. I've also got my dog lying right next to me. She's refusing to leave, so if I get mauled halfway through this, forgive me. Bro, do you know, it's actually crazy, bro. Man what? like Cage has got a dog. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Fam, all I know, yeah, from knowing this guy my whole life, bro, this case has lived life based on a stereotype. Now he's, <laughs> now, he's, now he's in different countries, different people. He's got a dog. Fam, that, listen. That switch, like, my 20s has been a, a ride, bro. Your, your upgrade has been real. I'm, I'm enjoying the 20s, yeah, it's random. To be fair, it's my, mom, <laughs> it's my mom's dog, so that's what I'm doing, but... Yeah, she, she's lying next to us right now, so hopefully she doesn't cause a scene. Hey, and, listen, when I, when I get my own gaffer, I need to get a dog, though. Any ideas on dogs? Mm, I haven't really thought about that, though, but I just love Primrose and Senna. Ah, oh, of course. How can you not love them? Did you know that Senna flipping tongue me? When I, when I first got into the house, bro, they jumped off of me, his tongue went in my mouth, bro. Probably the only time you got a kiss in Orlando, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> No, no comment. No <laughs> comment. <laughs> That's funny. How's your day been so far, though, bro? All good? Yeah, yeah mine's all good, bro. How are you? Yeah, no, nah, I've been chilling. Thank you. Another another day in lockdown? Just t- ticking him off the list at this point, isn't it? Bro, I feel like I'm in a movie, you know. It really is. Um, what's that Adam Sandler film? Um, you know the one when it's the same day over and over again? Oh, bro, 50 first... oh. oh, I thought it was 50 first dates. No, I think you're right. Um, but I think the premises is like Groundhog Day, like same day on repeat. Yeah, because but... girlf- the girlfriend's got that um, she had an accident and she like loses her memory, so she like, relives the same day. Oh, shit, I feel like a dickhead now. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> it's great. Uh, oops. But anyway, Risha, we, um, we'll let that go and we'll go over to our icebreaker questions for today. Go on, go on. First one comes from our good friend, big supporter, shout her out, Big Amy. I'll let you give her a little shout out. Yes, Amy. I we call her you. Michaela. I call her Michaela, but good yeah, her, her question is, um, yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, her question, Rion, Amy from Hawley, not Crawley, get that right, people. Where's Hawley? <laughs> Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere on the train line. <laughs> her question, Rion, is what is your top three favourite songs, not just currently, but of all time? So it can be fat and current as well, but obviously... Dig into the into the vault as well. Uh, I'm doing two big ones and one that I'm just banging out right now. Go on. Uh, the first one, they're a group called Just Kidding, and the song's called Thinking About It. And back in the day when I was in college, 
me and my friend if we used to like just search for house music it's obviously like clubbing days and that back then but um this was the one song that i loved every time i played it i would be i'd always try to get someone to be like yeah fam like getting them on the song and no one ever liked it but this was just my own way for i love this song the second one is called fast lanes um it's not called fast lanes. it's called something special but it's made by fast lanes but song, i can't even remember the name of it it's remix. It's a remix of the the song that Fabius made in the early two thousands. Right, fucking banger, bro. That song is a banger. Listen, but ever getting ready yeah, for pre drinks, blast the block out of that tune. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, and the the one I've been banging right now the last couple of days is um, Digger D. It's called Toxic. Digger D. Toxic. What kind yeah. of um, genre? That UK grime in it. Alright, nice. So. Yeah. So those are your free? Yeah, what's yours? I gotta say blast the blood claw out of <laughs> That's um bit uh, wanna wanna break down that slang reef for anyone wondering what that means? I don't know, I don't know how you break that down, bro. But I feel like you can use like use that word in so many contexts, bro. I mean it's kinda of obvious, just get the like the hell out of it basically. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so now that's a cool, cool free. My free all right, so I'll throw it back then if I'm if I'm doing all all time. First one, without a doubt, has to be down by Jay Sean. Love that song. You know, Jay Sean mm. used to go to um my tennis club, the one that I was at in Hounslow. Random random fact, not that interesting. To, to, to be fair, I could believe that, bro. There's a lot of like... <laughs> that, that area is literally that, that Beckham yeah. area, bro. <laughs> it's um yeah, where I played tennis was literally like Pakistan slash India. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going with that. Down is a tune, to be fair, though. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's in it. It's in it. Uh, it's okay. So that's for us. Secondly, I'm going with um, my mind is now. Oh, had to throw it. You know, I'm a rock boy, bro. I can never forget my roots. The name of the song is called Diary of Jane by Breaking Benjamin. Such a good tune. Oh, my days. I was banging that back in the day. It's one of the songs that's like. <sighs> it's a mixture. Like, there's a lot of calm moments too, though, do you know? So it's just, it's yeah. a, I found that song. I was like, all right, cool. This is my jam. And third, I know you tell me to be decisive. I have two, but okay, I will be decisive. So the two of them is Bop by the Baby. I love that song. And then Don't by Bryson Tiller, but I'm going to stick with Don't. Oh, yeah, fam, Don't. You found you used to be on Bryson Tiller. Always love him, bro. He's just like, he's one of them singers that he's just so on and off you can never know. But I'm going with those three, though. So I, Don't will be my, my third choice. I can't lie, the, the Baby, bro, he's hard. The Baby's a G. When I saw him in concert, bro, it was something different. But, yeah, he's wavy. All right, Reese. So that's our um our first icebreaker. On to the second. Are you ready? Me already. So the second one actually it's not from just one of our friends this week. It's from another. Well, they are friends now. It's um it's from another podcast that I've um you know I've been listening to. I've got to know them a bit. It's two girls from Toronto. Uh, Keeping it Cento is their name. If I pronounce that wrong, ladies, let me know. But I'm just going off how I how I read. Hey, that's it. a that's a live that's a live name. Keeping up Cento. Oh, I forgot what I just said now. Um, so anyway, yeah, keeping up with Cento. I think I've just completely fucked that up. Sorry, girls, but we'll, we'll tag you in the comments anyway so people will see. But yeah, two girls from Toronto. I think uh, they're sisters as well. I said as well as if me and you are sisters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're brothers. Um, and so, yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> but yeah, they got similar vibes to us in their podcast. So obviously you like check that out as well. We'll tag them. But their question read to us is mm. what is your worst first date experience? And I guess we can do... For us, luckily, we had a double date experience too. So we'll talk about that first and then we'll talk about 
maybe Single individual ones. ones. Yeah, yeah but definitely, Reece, definitely. What have you got for your worst first date experience? Um, for me and you, we'll do the group one first. You want to break it down a bit? I'll uh, chat about how it happened. Um, was in a club, me and Kaiser, and then I remember that we're by like a toilet section, and then Kaiser comes in with this like a mixed race girl, like decent looking to be fair. So Kaiser's just like yapping onto her. So obviously I'm just waiting, but everyone's kind of wave at this point. It must be like two or like two a.m. So then um, she had a friend, like some ginger girl. And I thought, you know what? Instead of just standing around like a gooseberry, let me just talk to her. So then I'm talking... <laughs> so obviously, whilst I'm talking to her, she's bare cool, to be fair, proper nice girl. So then all four of us start talking. And then I don't know who threw it out, but someone's like, oh, like, yes, do some double dating. And then I remember I was like, yeah, man, like slurring my word. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> So, yeah, we end up like, eventually meeting them. I don't know how long like, the gap was. It must have been a couple of days, isn't it, from meeting them to going out? Something like that. But, yeah, so um, we arranged to meet them in Kingston, because like, obviously they've got like, an arcade in like, their little centrepiece. So, obviously, we go there. But then like, one thing that we did, like, initially, like, I never really wanted to go because... It, I wasn't really interested in my one. I was just being a supporting friend to Kaiser because, you know, he's selfish as <laughs> Wingman numero uno. But then um, I remember that before we get there, like, before we met the girls, I was like to Kaiser, like, it's come with some like little codes. So I was like, if one oh, of them... I forgot them... about this, yeah. Yeah, but I live life by this world. I always have little codes for that when I'm in situations. But like, I remember we said, like, um, if we rub our left earlobes with our left hand, it means I'm basically signaling that like, I want to get out of here. This is dead. You are toxic. So, um, do you remember any of it? No, nah, honestly, I literally forgot this part now that you're bringing it up. So, um, now that we go downstairs, obviously, like, we're doing arcade, like, playing pool and stuff like that. And it was so, it was so annoying, man, because I felt like the energy that these girls brought on the night out, obviously, they were, they were drunk in it, so it's expected. But when we actually met them in person, these men were, like, I always say it, bruv, stale brown bread. That's it. Like, boring, like, boring, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. Like, proper boring. So, obviously, I remember that like, we're playing snooker now, and I must have been playing against uh, Kayser's girl. So, I had the, the snooker cue on my back, but the way, the, way I, the way I put my arms over the snooker cue, like, both my arms at like, like, the top bit and end bit, and I was like, oh, you know, I look like Jesus. That's bad. And, and then, like, me and Kayser are laughing. Obviously, we thought it's funny. These girls... <laughs> looks at us like that you men are dickheads bro. <laughs> bro do you know I remember by that night though I like yeah like you said I think from the minute like it started I think me and you just knew they weren't vibing with our comedy because me and Rion's comedy is like I think most people enjoy it but if you don't like it you probably think we're too much because we can be maybe a bit overbearing with our comedy because um, I guess we're, we're not those typical guys on a double date that would just be like oh how you doing ladies like tell me about what do you study again like do you know that kind of stuff but so, to be fair it got better though. So I remember like, um, so that was like at the beginning stage, but then obviously the more that we're fighting getting to know each other, it kind of turned, bro. Like they were kind of like more fearing us a little bit. Mm. So, um, but it kept changing, bro. Like fam, to be fair, my girl, to be fair, she was actually quite a nice girl, but just not my cup of tea. And um, I'm guessing cannot Kate's cup of tea, but um, the mixed race one, she was not too fair. She was nice, but I felt like she get floating between me and Kate. One minute like she's on Kate, then I felt like she's not, she might have been on me. And then she's on Kaiser, but you know, it just got so long towards the point. So that I remember it was just like, like, let's just go get food. Mr. Still, your girl. Obviously, they had the five guys at the bottom. 
Um, and I remember, like, I don't know if they were expecting us to buy them food, but I was never buying them food. That's all I know. I Bro, was never I remember this because we were in line. And yeah, because we were like, we were, me and you were ready to order our stuff. Like, we were, we were feeling it. And they just didn't want anything, did they? Bro, I, like, I felt like, bro, like, their body language, bro, and the way they're talking, it was just like, I'm hoping these guys are offer. And I'm like, well, I'm telling you now, it ain't bro, happening. Five guys is expensive, bro. <laughs> bro, do you know five guys like a burger, chips, and a milkshake or a drink, bro? You know, that's like near, near enough 20 pounds. Nah, forget that. Yeah, we weren't buying that. So I was like, no way, bro. But to nah. be fair, like, I, I kept in touch with the, the mixed race girl. Wow, thanks a lot. <laughs> Steal your girl, lad. <laughs> Mr. Steal your girl. No, no, no. Obviously, I remember I told you, like, because I remember, like, we got, we got their numbers and, um, yeah, that was it. Then, obviously, like, she went to a uni close to my one. So, that was it, really. Nah, fair really, play. That was it. But to be fair, I think I saw her again one, one time, but that was it. Nah, that, that was a funny one. I, I think that was our only first date, um, our only double date so far, innit? Yeah, only. Yeah, there you go. That's our, um, that's our double date story. Hope you guys like that. Yeah, I, I remember that night. It was weird. It was very weird indeed. Do you want to do a brief individual one? Yeah, go on. We'll do a brief one. I'll, I'll say my one first. So, go on. Mine was in uni and, yeah, I met this girl. I met her at a party. So, obviously, everyone's a bit, you know, waved and all that. Everyone's feeling it. And I was chatting to her. I was gassing it up. As you, you know, I guess it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, you're, you're so nice. Like, definitely we should... <laughs> We should definitely, not to be fair, she was, but like, we should definitely hang out, like, this and that. She's, um, she's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And obviously, like, you know, you forget about it the next day or whatever. And I get a text from her a few days later, okay, he's like, oh, like, you still keep to hang out. And I'm like, fuck, like, and I'm like, actually, I'm like, you know what, like, fuck it, let's see, like, I'm, I'm down for it. And so she's like, all right, cool, like, if you're free between, like, it was like 12 and 2, it was, like, it was basically like my time between class and my tennis practice. Um, so she's like, if you want to go get lunch, then, like, let's do it. So I'm like, all right, cool. And she's like, all right, I'll pick you up from outside your apartment. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, this would be nice. I mean, her, you just have a little drive, get some food, drive back, like, you know, a couple hours, nothing, nothing too long. And so, bro, I get down there and I look through the car and I see her in a passenger seat and I see her friend driving. And I'm just like, all right, cool. So I get into the back seat. So firstly, man, I feel like a taxi passenger. I'm like, this is kind of weird. But I'm like, you know what? Like, she's probably brought a friend along. She, maybe she's just a little bit nervous or maybe, I don't know, like, maybe like, you know, she feels a bit safer at the start. You never know, innit? Like, that's, mm. You know, they obviously, everyone wants to be safe. So I'm like, all right, cool. And like, no worries. Like, it's the three of us. Like, it could be a good vibe. This girl does not say a word to me, bro, for an hour and a half. It's literally a conversation between me and her friend the whole time. Like, the, like, the girl wouldn't even look at me, bro. Like, I'd ask questions. She'd give me one word replies. And I'm just like, wow. Like, what, what should you say? Nervous? I guess so. But it's like almost unacceptably nervous, though. Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like there's a difference. Um, yeah. she drops me off afterwards. I got upstairs. She's like, oh, that was sick. Like, we should definitely do that again. And I was just like, nah, man. Like, that was a bad experience for me. Like, so yeah, that's mine. You? Uh, my one was like, no, a couple of years ago, um, I went to a club with like my brother and some of my friends and that. And then I remember it was Halloween night. So like, it was kind of like, it was like slash normal clothing, fancy dress, whatever. But, bro, I remember I got way... I was sipping on that Ray Nephew, but Ray Nephew's a bad boy drink. That shit will knock you out. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, bro, man was a zombie in the club, you know. The fam, I never get that crazy drunk in a club, but I was ridiculously drunk. But I was drinking so much before as well as being in the club. Yeah. But anyway, I, I remember, like, I was vibing for a time with this one black girl. 
I was like, I couldn't even read it. At the time, I couldn't remember her face or nothing. So, obviously, I remember, like, my brother came up to me and said, like, oh, she, she wasn't that bad looking. And some of my friends that like, I read, she, she was paying, you know, and I was like, swear. So, at this point, I'm gone, bro. I'm disoriented. I'm finished. <laughs> so, obviously, I go home and everyone's like, bro, like, people are messaging me. And I found me, she message her. I messaged her, like, did you get her number? I was like, yeah. So, I remember when I was at Rehampton Uni, like, I was sending them about the night. Because, like, I remember I had uni, like, I think it might have been the next day or, like, whenever yeah so i told my friends about it and they were like oh yeah like talk to her so one of my uni friends he actually called her on my phone was pretending to be me and talking to her Jeez. next you know he he set me up to meet her and then um obviously pictures are very deceiving her picture that she looked mad obviously i go to i remember from back in the day right let's meet everybody in kinks and it's off ends you know you're not really like to bump into people i feel like, I feel so, like um, we're in line for an episode of mtv catfish but keep going <laughs> yeah <trust. laughs> so anyway now like I remember, like, I went up to Kingston, and then um, I told her to meet me, but, like, the bus stops, because obviously bare buses and stuff. So, um, I remember I see this black girl walking, like, coming to, like, walking to, like, my direction. I'm like, oh, it's her. I'm gassed. <laughs> and she walked right past me. Like, oh, next that's like a movie scene. <laughs> that's like a movie scene. <laughs> Some next girl walked up to me, bro, and I was like, and she's like, real, and I'm just like, Hey. <laughs> No, that's when you should have been like, real, never, never heard the name. <laughs> so, oh, I felt I was a nice guy, man. I didn't know what to do with her. But oh. I felt bad like, and she went to Kingston University, so I didn't really like, I didn't really want to chill with her too much. And I was just like, oh, fuck, let me just be nice, man. So I said to her, like, what do you want to do? And she was like, at the time, Hunger Games, um, when the Hunger Games movies are out. So I was like, yeah, come, let's go. I actually paid for her as well, you know. Well, there's Rion, ladies and gentlemen. Man of class. Yeah, that's that's the story. That's the fam. That's literally the story, man. Just nah, had this children in the cinema, and then we just went different ways at the end. Fair play. I mean, that happens. That happens. Personality over everything, though. Everyone don't don't let Rion's um judgmental on appearance. Get, no, get man. But at the same time, at the same time, this this was a prank. Like it's actually oh, a prank. Like, everybody guessed me that like, she wasn't nice. That happens, man. That happens. It's good, to, good to have those experiences, isn't it? Yeah, trust character building. <laughs> But yeah, now those are, uh, um, I guess we call it, today's an extended icebreaker. Hopefully you guys, and I know a lot of you like, tell me you enjoy the icebreaker. So today we give you a little gift of um, pretty much double the usual one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, thank you to Amy, of course, for the question and then keeping up with Sento with the Toronto girls. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Hopefully one day we'll do a little collab with them as well. So we'll, we'll work on that. But anyway, Ree, we would like to go over to our topic for today. All right, today, guys, we're going to be talking about that bollocks, whatever you call it, and the <laughs> bollocks is known as COVID. Oh, uh, <laughs> heard that word too many times. I think, like, today, basically what it's about, we're going to be talking about, like, where we were when it first happened, like, almost how it disrupted our plans and, like, future situations. Uh, and at the same time, we're going to talk about how it's basically almost hindered us, like, even, like, mentally, like, how it mentally makes us feel and in ways of like how we can overcome it and there's more like a positive outlook on it little little breakdown of old COVID-19 as it goes well I can't stand it bro uh, I, I mean I actually hate the word COVID bro it actually annoys me it's, it's not the nicest is it trust mm. fair play but yeah go on so Keza my starting question to you is um, where was you when this happened I was on planet earth um, no nah, um <laughs> yes yes <my> git. <laughs> i was living life no um 
see, obviously, as you know, like last year around when it happened, like sort of mid March time, I was still in Orlando. So I was on the last like sort of two, three months of my work contract. Um, and so I was just living out there, you know, enjoying it. That was my first. And like, yeah, I wanted to say this um, a big thing, right? This topic is good, especially because me and Rion were both in different situations when COVID hit. Like, most of you will probably either resonate with him or with me in the sense that he was in his final year of uni. So he had that. And then I was obviously in my first job out of uni. So, um, but anyway, yeah, bro. So I was in my, in my job, you know, it was going well. To be fair, I was on my last legs there anyway. But um, <laughs> I still had a couple months left. So, oh yeah, I was just doing that living in Orlando. I finally had a car. So I was kind of enjoying driving around for the first couple months. Um, that kind of independence. And then um, my plans before COVID was that I was meant to go to Canada over the summer so maybe say like june to septemberish kind of vibes and i was gonna yeah. go there i was gonna basically play the whole like summer circuit of tennis tournaments with um my friends like nick janelle ben um those kind of guys and so i was really looking forward to that and the plan was obviously work at the at the job in orlando pretty much up until then and then go straight out there but um yeah corona hit in march middle of march and pretty much then bro i remember the night it, it first like hit hit I was watching um, NBA with Evan's mum, who, by all accounts, is your favourite person on earth. And yeah, she actually is. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I remember it, bro. Me and her were watching the NBA, and Rudy Gobert, one of the players, I think uh, Utah Jazz or whatever, and it said he just tested positive for COVID. And when that happened, they literally like suspended that game and suspended like the whole NBA season that night. And I was just like, oh shit! Like, I remember looking at her like, fuck, like that's a bit. That's a bit mad. Oh, to be... so so what, from him getting it, that was like almost like confirmed that now when he suspended because he got it, and I don't know if you know this, he was a bit of an idiot. So like, I think before he got it, or he might have had it at the time, he just didn't know. He was acting like it wasn't that big of a deal, and he went into a press conference that that day or a couple of days before, and he was like purposely making fun of the virus, and he's like, oh, he just t- he, <laughs> he was like purposely like smearing his hands over the table, touching all the mics. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> the idiot ends up getting the virus. And because of that, he's obviously in contact with his teammates and stuff. So then that team can't go and play that night. Then the rest of the NBA were just like, yeah, forget this. So they stopped. Um, so that's when me and her were just like, ah, oh, shit, this is a bit mad. And then a couple of days later, my job is like um, closing down. And I find myself, I'm like, oh, shit, like, should I go home? Because now I'm, the thing for me is I'm in America. So I'm in like a foreign country already. And there was all this talk, especially at the start, like, oh, every country might close their borders. Like, even they might not even let their own citizens in. And I was just like, shit, like, what if I'm stuck here for, like, a long, long time? Um, although there's worse places to be stuck in Orlando. <laughs> um, and so I was like, shit, I might have to go home. Um, mm. And so, yeah, like, just like that, within, like, two, three days, and then Evan packed up and he was just like, yeah, fuck this, I'm going to Canada. Because that was his next move anyway. But again, he was going to wait another month, two months. So he goes, and then I'm just like, shit, let me go back to London. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of like my my time when I found out. I just kind of, I rushed everything, bro. Like, my car's still sitting in the garage in Orlando. I still have, like, probably three quarters of my clothing in Orlando still. Um, that, oh, wait, you, you, ain't, you ain't sold the car yet, innit? I haven't sold the car. I mean, to be fair, like, I need to get on that. But, like, it's obviously easy. And you still got clothes there? Because so, in my head. I remember everyone at the time was kind of just like, oh, it might just be like a two-week thing, isn't it? Like, two-week lockdown, everyone go back to normal. Like, that was the kind of gas of it at the start. So I was like, all right, cool, two weeks. Like, let me go home, couple couple weeks at home, and then I'll just kind of go right back to it. 
Um, and obviously we are where we are now. So yeah, now that was my kind of original start. So then I went back to England and I say that my uncle's originally reason being is because my mum, she, you know, she has health problems and stuff. And especially back then, everyone was just like, if you get this virus, you're basically dead. So they were like, don't go to your mum's just in case. So I stayed at my uncle's for a bit. So um, yeah, that was what I was intending to do. And then that's what ended up happening. So, yeah, what was your – because obviously your one, you were in your last couple months of uni, so how did that all kind of affect you? I remember, like, obviously, like, when I was in, like, lectures and seminars, like, so many of our teachers were like, oh, yeah, like, it's only – it's literally pending for when they shut the school down just because, like, of how bad it was getting. It was so imagined because, like, I was getting, like, emails constantly saying, if you actually – if you feel unwell, don't come in. So people were just like – I wouldn't say taking the piss, but obviously probably taking the piss and just not coming in. All you had to do was just, like, send an email and just be, like, just saying, like, the circumstances or whatever of, like, missing your classes. Yeah. But from that, bro, like, uni was just scarce. So next thing you know, like, it was just all these rumours, like, when they're going to shy it. So I remember I was with my friend Ifian and we're just chilling. And then next thing you know, like, we saw one of our friends and then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, as of, as of, like, today, there's no more lessons. And I was like, wait, what? At first I was gassed I was like yes man so obviously you got emails saying no lessons and all that you just work from home but the thing about uni as well like it's so live like obviously going home and doing it that way but obviously when you get into discussion in your seminars and lectures you, you learn more like compared to just like reading off a, a what's it called a um, powerpoint yeah so in ways, but I, I, I can imagine people's grades must have dropped, you know, which is obviously unfair. Can I ask you a question? You know, at the start, was it one of the... Because mm. I remember I saw loads of, like, people, like, almost excited about it. Because in their heads, especially at the start, they were like, oh, I, I get a week off uni. Like, or... Because in America, it was around the, the time of spring break, which is obviously, like, a holiday anyway at uni. Um, so in most people's eyes, they were just like, oh, cool. Like, my spring break's two weeks now instead of one. Like, was that your initial thought about it too? Just like, oh, cool, whatever, like. I just have an extra week off now and then I'll get back to it. Or did you kind of know, like, this might be a bit more, a bit more deep? No, I think we knew, I think everyone knew it was a bit more deep because, like, almost, like, two, three weeks before it actually was finalised, like, like, uni lessons were stopped. So everybody was talking about, like, like our lecturers and I would actually talk to us for, like, 10, 20 minutes about it sometimes. Yeah. So I think everyone was kind of prepared. But I remember one thing, when it was, like, the day, because obviously I lived in Bognor, but obviously my campus was Chichester. Yeah. But... Members in Chichester, and everyone's like, Yeah, we're going Sheiks tonight. It's a club in Bognar. And I was just like, Calm, bro. Like, when I mean case, everybody was going, bro. I reckon the whole uni was going to be in this club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Fuck it, let me go, man. Next thing you know, there's an email. Like, someone, someone put it all over, like, Oh, let's, um, Sheiks is shut. Now I'm like, Raw, like, everything's actually shut in. Like, restaurants are shut in. Like, the only things that are open was obviously like supermarkets and like the necessity shops and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, Bro, it was actually when you actually deep it, yeah, that lockdown was real, bro. It's almost like prison. Like you're probably just like it was just literally like the only thing you could actually do was go do your shopping, go for like a walk for like almost leisure, just like keeping yourself fit. But like that's like, but I'll probably say you probably spent most of your time indoors. The first lockdown was really scary. But no, I've got a question for you though. So like, because <clears throat> obviously with me, I still feel like. That, I was in my first job, obviously. I felt like I never got that full closure from, like, getting to leave my first job. So sometimes that kind of sticks with me. Like, oh, I didn't get to say bye to everyone or maybe the kids that I was teaching or my friends that I made there. Um, did you kind of, Do you kind of have the same with uni? Do you almost feel like... Cause I know a few of my other friends that 
we're in the same position as you in their final year. I think even still to this day, it kind of affects them. Like, oh, I didn't get that closure. Like, oh, people before me. Well, they might even be like, oh, Kayser got his closure the year before, but I didn't get mine. Like, is that something that kind of affects you? Because I know you missed out on, like, obviously you missed out on your graduation and stuff, but you also missed out on, like, a couple, like, big parties and stuff, like you said. Yeah, no, to be fair, man, that's, that's facts, bro. Like, I, I think at the time, yeah, because I was just, like, I spent most of my... Because I remember when the lockdown proper happened... I went back to my mum's for a bit. I thought, let me try and do my work there, but the house was too hectic, so I couldn't do it. So I went back to Bognor. <clears throat> and I remember I just stayed there for like almost two months. I was just finishing off my uni assignments. I just wanted to do it in peace so I can get it done. But then when you actually deep it in hindsight, bro, like obviously for me, like my uni experience is long, but I longed it out. Yeah. And the reward at the end is obviously graduating and all that stuff. But the fact that is like we got we've uh, we had an email saying that like it's basically fully done, but that like, we're not getting a graduation. Wow, and that's and it's, it's it's a shame, man. It's actually a proper shame. Like obviously, like so I've said previous. To be fair, I've always been saying like a degree is the smallest thing you take out of uni. Obviously, it's more like the experience and in that independence you get and all that stuff. Yeah, but still, man, like for the actual fact of that hard work you put in doing assignments, that graph, bro, like it's 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 a like it's rewarding to yourself to know that you get that graduation ceremonies. Um, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I, I don't get it, bro. That's actually, that's, that's a shame, man. It's a proper shame. No, really. Especially like, and obviously it's horrible for everyone, but like, like you said, you were playing a sport as well. So you didn't get to maybe finish those last couple of months. And same in my other friends at uni, like in the tennis team, like they were maybe in their senior year of like their final season. And it just stops like that. Like that obviously is, it's one of those things, like, obviously I'm not in their minds, but I wonder, that's why I asked you, like, is it, is it something that kind of lingers in your head a bit now? Like, almost like you just didn't get that closure. Or do you feel like you've kind of, like, let it go now? No, to be, I've let it go now, but, like, I remember that with the football boys, like, because before, before, we, before I came to Orlando, we had our Christmas night out. We went to Brighton. Fam, that was a story in itself. But um, I remember that we was planning just, like, our last, like, like, boys being together going out and I remember it was like everybody in our group chat was just debating like, like where are we going where are we going but then I think we finalised it with like I think it might have been Southampton or Portsmouth or something yeah. but um, yeah that's, that was gone brothers and, and the thing is that you can't ever get their moments back because uni's like everybody's all over the place man all over England some people are international so when it's gone it's gone yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, same with me. Like, again, obviously I was graduated, but, like, my my thing was, like, that Canada time that I wanted to have, for example, that was, like, a very... That's not the kind of thing that I can go and do again probably in the future, in the exact same setting. Because the way it was set up for me was I was going to go play there that summer, but that's because Nick was obviously still playing tennis. Like, he would have just... He would have just finished McKendry tennis and then gone straight into the summer with me. Um, and then like, you know, like, like I said, like Ben, for example, he was there, he, Ben's from New Zealand. So he was only in Canada, like for the rest of 2020, pretty much. And then he was going to go back. Um, so like that exact setting, it's not something like I can go back to that in 2022 and do it again with them, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why, yeah, even for me, like, that's one of those things. It's just like, ah, shit. Like I really would have liked to do that. Like with those exact guys that like, at those exact times. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's kind of that. So we'll go into the next thing. Which is, I wanted to basically ask you, um, sorry, I'm freezing, <laughs> um, stage fright and all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, so that's, that kind of obviously summarizes like the sort of 
when it first happened. So the sort of past like a year ago and all that, and then into the lockdown. But now we'll go into the current times, which is, so right now we're in another lockdown here in England. And basically before we get into that, Ree, um, cause only obviously recently you had Corona yourself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but man got contaminated with it. <laughs> yeah. So how was that? How was that experience for you? I remember. <laughs> obviously. Where to laugh about a serious situation. Then yeah, go on. No, it was just my luck to get it, but I went the whole summer of like being up, down, up, down, and I was going all over and I wasn't getting it. Obviously, I did follow procedures and about from like going from like Bognor to London and back and forth. Like, I thought like it's a big chance I get it, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, to be fair, when I had it, it was mad because obviously, um, it's crazy because obviously, like a lot of people have died, man. And then when you actually get it, you're like, raw. there's a split. I wondered in my, I think it wondered in my mind. I was like, raw, like, is there a chance I can get, like, seriously ill? It must be a natural assumption, isn't it? Yeah, but literally, bro, like, when I had it, I don't want to, like, diminish it saying, like, like, it's bollocks. But, like, when I had it, I felt like I've been way more, I've, I've probably had colds or flus, like, in the past that, like, I felt were a bit more worse than what that was. I think that's the scary thing about this virus, though, is you really just, like, you could get it and be fine, but it could get you and also just completely mess you up. Like, it's almost like, not luck of the draw, because obviously if, if you've got good health and age on your side, then yeah, you're more likely to be cool. But it really can mess some people up, obviously, as it has. But I remember me, like, because obviously I, I took the test and everything, but then when you, um, when it said that, when the result came in, I was just like, oh shit, so I've actually got COVID. But like, it was only like two days later when it hit me. I remember like, you know when it's like when you start to get ill, you feel your throat, like almost when you start swallowing. It doesn't hurt pro- properly, but it doesn't feel properly. It doesn't feel normal, I do hear, you know what I mean? I hear that, I hear that. So next, you know, bruv, that come in. And then with me, like, I swear down, one thing I never get in my whole entire life is headaches. I, even cramps, you know, I think I got my first cramp when I was in, like, year nine. Right. So when I get these, when I get these things, yeah, it bothers me. So I, I had a headache. It was just a lingering one on the corner of my head. And it was just like, it was like a beat, bro. It was pissing me off. Then... Obviously, I went to sleep, but I remember there was one night, bro. Like, I was sweating, but I was so cold mm. that I was. It was actually mad that I was wet, but I was like shivering. But I would say, obviously, like the main thing you've got to do when you when you I think when you actually have something like that, obviously when you're all oh, you pity yourself, and obviously it's understandable. You just you, obviously you just feel like crap. But one thing that like, I did every day, bro, like I showered, obviously clean your clothes, um, clean, like, what you're steeping in, just, like, freshen yourself up and obviously let, just let cold air in. Nah, fair play. Obviously, follow it, like, don't take the piss and, like, go out, because then that's how you spread it, man, but, like, if you do need shopping, ask friends or family, but if not, like, just do, like, online deliveries, and, like, because, to be fair, like, they, they leave it at your door anyway. Fair play, well, I guess, if any of you ever do contract it, which we hope you don't, get a little bit of advice from our fellow. Yeah, an absolute picture was, of health he is. Picture of health. I was, I was right as rain within like, like five, six days, seven days. You know what I need to bring up when we got the virus. Yeah, I was in Spain, and to be fair, bro, I was genuinely concerned about, especially at the start, because I was like, "Fuck, like he's got it," like, and I didn't know how it would affect you. And at the time, you were, you were telling me how bad you were feeling. So I was like, "Right, he's actually got it like decently," you know. Um, I would message him on every day. I send him the exact same message, but I'd always alter it a bit. I treat him like he was my, <laughs> I treat him like he was my little daughter or something. I'd be like, "How you doing today, Petal? Are you feeling any better, Sunshine? How you doing, Muffin?" 
<laughs> I, I remember the first three days I couldn't talk to you, though. My throat was scattered, bro. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> That was funny, though. Yeah, I love sending you those little cheesy messages. Um, but yeah, now, anyway, so we, we go back to what we were saying. So, day-to-day basis, how, how do you feel now just kind of being in this lockdown? How does it compare to maybe the previous ones? Um, just, yeah, kind of your both positives and negatives. We don't want to just make this seem dire. Uh, I'll start with negatives. Go on. It's almost like right now, but like, it's like a halt on life. Because obviously, like, we're at an age where it's like, we're figuring out our next moves and, do you know what I mean? Like, like where, like, where, like, almost like, where's our place in this world type thing. Mm. But then it's like, every time you get close to doing something, it's just getting capped or hindered by something. And not by something, by COVID, but because obviously, like, the climate of the world is so crazy. Like, so everything, like, everything is at, stop so even like working and stuff like that everything's remote so imagine if like and obviously right now as well like i've got my own like place so it's, like, I, it's not like um i'm with my like family or anything like that so i don't I don't, I don't see them so it's just like being like sociable and always going out to just being stuck in this and it's annoying man yeah so that's the thing though so when it's like that now you've got to think to yourself like oh like from it's it's so mad because it's 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 almost like the day, it's like Groundhog Day, but you're living the same day. The only thing that changes is like what you're eating, what you're wearing and stuff like that. Nah, fair. To be fair, I pretty much wear the same tracking on repeat. <laughs> but I don't think I've worn jeans in months, bro. All I wear is tracksuits, tracksuits, tracksuits. Yeah. But anyway, as you were, continue. Yeah, so that's that's a negative. Um uh, to be fair, I'm not really like. Obviously, I had mood. Obviously, I had bad moods, good moods, but obviously, more likely, I'm always more happy. But obviously, I do get them little. Their moods are just like, oh, this is just boring, bro. That's that's more my negative. It's like, like, I need to change the day to what it was the previous day, and sometimes that could legit right now just me going on a walk, but going down a different path. Bro, I was gonna say that turn right, <laughs> turn right instead of left. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, shiny guys, turn left. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, I see a bit of grass on this side. Oh, there's a pigeon. Let's check this one the pigeon. <laughs> oh, the pavement's shaped a bit differently on this side. Oh, there's a chicken and wings. So I'm actually craving some chicken and wings. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wait, man said chicken and wings. How dumb is that? I mean, wings and chips. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, but... Bro, yeah, that, you know, can, I, can I stop you there? Yesterday, no. this is off topic. Um... I asked my mum yesterday, I was like, do you like, do you like wings? Like, do you like chicken wings? And she was kind of like, I don't get what you, when people ask me that question, like, do you not just mean, do I like chicken? And I was kind of like, hmm. But it's a different one, isn't it? It's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, when you ask someone if you like wings, you don't even mean like, do you like chicken? Like, I don't, do you get what I'm coming from? No, no, as facts, bro, people like chicken, but you don't like every part of the chicken. Like my mum, she only likes the breast, like she doesn't touch like anything else. But, but she likes chicken, but she only likes chicken breast. But she doesn't have thighs, drums, or like wings. So me, I love chicken. But to be fair, my favourite piece of a chicken is a thigh. More meat and bone. Yeah. Then I do like breast. I had chicken breast for dinner yesterday, but like breast is very dry, man. It's very like, unless, you, unless you've got like a good, like something to go with it, like salad and rice, you can mix it in your mouth. It's nice. But breast on its ones is dead. But chicken wings, bro, you can stand chicken wings deserve to get mullered bro that's it so there, there is a difference isn't it <laughs> there's a massive difference but yeah no nah, fair play um yeah go on as you were positives in that uh positives 
I think now is a good time to like almost things that you wouldn't do because like you're preoccupied with like just life commitments, work or whatever. The daily hustle of life. If I'm listening to Daily Grains. <laughs> <laughs> the hustle and bustle. <laughs> that, that was a good one. I was trying to think of it. <laughs> yeah now's a good time to almost like chase on new endeavors man like do something that you feel like you'll never do because like, now you've got more time more like capable of doing it true so if that's like online courses like even what me and Kays are doing like but this covid had encouraged us to do um our podcast because obviously we're, pl- we're plonkers and we thought we might put some like some positivity into the day. <laughs> little bit of, <laughs> little bit of positivity in the world. <laughs> I feel bad for my American friends when we put on this accent, you know. They probably struggle to hear us as it goes. But I can't I can't even understand what you like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, if you can decipher that then good on you. But um yeah, other than that bro, like just I would say just if you want to keep happy, like morale high, just do the yeah, just put like chase different things like that you wouldn't normally do. Make yeah. sure you still stay active, like do your walks and that, and just socialize, even if it's not like linking up with people, but like just talk, phone calls. Because to be fair, I'm always talking to someone, do you know what I mean? So I'm always, I'm, I'm good. Fair play. All right. What about you, fella? What about us? Um, <laughs> Mr. Negative Nancy. <laughs> right, Negative Nelly, I am. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, again, okay, I'll start with the negatives like you then work my way up, up the ladder. Um, negatives, obviously, again, like you said, um, I'll probably touch on similar things. It's a, it's a repetitive day, isn't it? Like, and I think the problem with it being a repetitive day, bro, is I almost don't know how I'm going to wake up from day to day. Like, because every day is the same, some days I just wake up feeling great and I'm like, yeah, cool. Like I can do my workout today and I'll call Rion and this. But then other days I wake up and it's exactly the same, but I'm just in a shitty mood about it. Um, mm. And I almost don't know why. Um, so that's like the kind of negative. But the positive, like to, to turn on that, why not, and I'll say this to other people too that like might feel this way, is bro, reach out to people when you feel like those days. Because there have been plenty of days when I'll be feeling so bad and I'll kind of almost keep it to myself because I'm just like, Oh, I don't really want to like burden someone else with this kind of me feeling rubbish or maybe it's just maybe it's just me that feels this way even though that's a stupid way to think like obviously everyone most people are feeling rubbish in lockdown um so once I kind of got over that what I would do it, it was a Rion to be fair I remember I would just start messaging Rion to be like bro I'm not gonna lie man like today's one of them like one of them corona days and funnily enough and I'm not saying like oh I don't want you to have a shit day too but when you you will also message me back saying like kind of the same thing um, and mm. that almost <laughs> misery loves company, as they say. In fact, it's true, right? Makes you feel better. Isn't it? It, like, obviously, I don't want you to be having a bad day. I don't want you to feel like that. But it's almost like nice to know, like, all right, cool. Like, even he's feeling like this too. Like, let's let. And that's why me and him will then call each other and we'll kind of go over it and we'll just kind of. I think that's an important thing to do. So if you do have someone that you can do that with, like, we all have someone that we can chat to like that. Like, make sure you like get your thoughts out like that because if you just kind of keep keep them to yourself and it just builds up and builds up then i think that's a really bad place to go down um so that's something that i really i really do try and i try and do is if i'm I'm having a bad day i'll message you or someone and just kind of get it out um another thing that's kind of negative it's a weird one for me again i would say 80 percent of my friends now are in america or living in america 
I've, I've lost yeah. all the blooming English ones. They don't like us anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, we- the reason that's weird for me, though, is because America's pretty much, they've basically been open this whole time, isn't it? And yeah. so for me, it's weird when I go on like Snapchat or Instagram and I see my friends there and they're pretty much, obviously there's still slight restrictions, but overall they're living pretty normally. You know, they're able to work, maybe go restaurant, like this and that. I even see some of like bars and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, like you're at a bar, like that's crazy. Um, and so that sometimes gets me a bit down. I'm happy for them personally, because I'm like, at least my friends are getting to kind of continue with their lives. Um, but it definitely, sometimes it gets to me, it's a bit like, oh man, like, Sometimes I almost wish, like, I wish England was like that, you know. But then, obviously, the moral side of me is like, nah, like, this lockdown has to be done sometimes. Um, so, yeah, those are, like, maybe the kind of two negative things. Although there's probably a few more, but those are the ones that stand out to me. Positive-wise, yeah, bro, like you said, it gives you a chance to, um, I'm going to steal Rion's word here, trial and error. Um, he he yeah. gave me this one yesterday. But, yeah, it's a time for you to reinvent yourself, maybe, if you want, or just work on different aspects, try things out. And the podcast is obviously that, like, I mean, I thought I'd like to think we would have done it anyway. Um, but this, there's, there's no excuse to have not done it this time around, you know? Yeah. We, yeah, we yeah, really, tough, we tough. can't be like, oh, I'm busy today. It's like, nah, nah bro, you, you got 45 minutes to chat. Although this time. If we never, if we never started a podcast now, we we'll never have done it, bro. That's why I'm there. This is the best time. And bro, massive positive from this podcast. I, I asked Rian the other day. I was like, bro, if we were to stop doing this podcast, like today, like episode eight or whatever it was that this is the last one would you be almost happy with how it's gone and you were like yeah because we've got in touch with old friends because of it we've made current friends feel a bit happier about their situation you know that kind of stuff so like we can we can take that out of the situation now um and then for me yeah positives another positive is like with my tennis for example i'm now working on different aspects of my game that maybe i wouldn't have focused on if I was training like normal, like um, I'm doing mental training now, I do maybe more physical training than I would have in the past. So, Ooh, woman, I was talking about tennis again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few weeks, <laughs> um, but yeah, bro, like that kind of stuff, innit? Um, yeah. So I think all of that stuff positive. And another thing that me and Rion do now is when we do most of our phone calls, I like it. We go for a walk at the same time because um, yeah. I like walking, but. I need to walk and have something like entertaining at the same time. I can't, I don't even like walking, listening to music. It's either got to be like a podcast or like a phone call. Those are the only ways that. But in it, in it, like when you, it's kind of weird. When you walk alone, sometimes you pity yourself. I feel like a loner. Bro. You are one to be fair. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, to be fair, like that's the kind of um, day to day day to day at the moment like there's positives and negatives to be taken out of it to be to, to be to be fair so it's not it's not all doom and gloom like there's a lot of good stuff that you can and like i'm hanging out with my mum all the time now and like our dog and stuff so like that's stuff that i wasn't doing before um so yeah positive negatives little little touch over that so yeah any of you guys if you listen to this maybe looking for ideas bro like drop things down like what i do now is i keep back a little task planner during the day and i like i write down like maybe eight or nine things that i want to do in that day just to kind of give myself a bit of structure and then you kind of tick it as you go along and stuff so that's always a little shout just to kind of give you a bit of schedule but yeah really that's my um positive and negative i think i think one thing that obviously it's easy to say like but like the main thing is that as even though you're going through something worse, but there's so many people in life that have got it 
ten times, a hundred times harder. That's the one that gets me. Because then I'm like, all right, cool. Like I can't play. Basically, what I can't do right now is basically play tennis and see my mates, which is obviously shitty for me personally. But then I'm like, right, people are losing. They've lost their homes. They've lost. I mean, people are literally dying from this. Like it's it's way more peak for many people. So I can't really, I can't really be a be a be a baby about it. I was I was reading some article the other day, bro. There was this girl. You can, and you can read. <laughs> well, yeah, I did pass English literature <laughs> and language. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was one girl, bro. Um, she had in her life, I think she was like twenty four, twenty five. But um, she had the leukemia. Like, she had um leukemia three times in her life, and she battled it. And then each each sort of um, time she had it, she obviously like won. Yeah. Like, so she she got rid of it. Next, you know, she gets COVID and that kills her. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like, she's been through all that. Like, her, her life has been angry, And she's, like, overcome crazy, like, hurdles. And she, fam, she, fam, just for having leukemia three times, she deserves to have a mad life, bro. And the next, you know, she gets COVID and dies of that. Do you know what I mean? It's, fam, it's actually annoying. No, you're right. It definitely gives you perspective, this kind of thing. Yeah, of course it does, yeah. Um, right, that's, that's a bad... I didn't know about that story. That's horrible. But I read that, you know, I read the whole thing, but it was like some two page thing. I was like, no. Yeah, but sometimes you get into them articles, isn't it? You just read the whole thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. Um, yeah, no, that's the positive. I'm not sure there's obviously more positives and negatives that we could think of, but I guess those are the ones that come um, come to mind right away. But yeah, man, that, I think for the topic today, bro, I think that's it, you know. No, we've got to touch on one more thing. Well, what's that? I would say, what's your hopes and plans going forward? with this virus so like obviously now um the hope maybe with these vaccinations and stuff obviously there's all these bastard mutant mutations and all that but i <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess the hope is that um things maybe start going <laughs> a bit more back to normal within the summerish time end of uh, this year um what's your kind of what's your kind of hopes and plans going forward and would you say those hopes and plans are maybe different than what they would have been pre-covid listen what this is one. This is this is not even a plan. This is one thing that's definitely happening this summer. Man is going on holiday. Like I'm saving, and I've been saving. I'm um, this summer. If it's not on a rentless countries, I'm going on a holiday, bro. And it's gonna be literally like nothing more than a vacation holiday. Just being at a pool in a hotel. Like fact, I'm saying you this now, a hundred percent. This is happening this summer. That's the one thing I will say. I'm hundred percent going on holiday. Exactly. Um, I need it, bro. I need. I need need some tent. But, um, yeah, I think the next thing, obviously, I've got to, like, figure out my next career moves. Um, but I hope that will come into place. Well, yeah, soon. you've done it already. A famous podcaster. Yeah, no, I'm fucking famous. No, I've got to shop, get connect on the back. It's real, it's real. I forgot to see. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, really. And um, we're kind of like, I guess maybe we touched on it a bit in, in the last question, but, like, how would you say your perspective has changed a bit? since this yeah obviously yeah obviously it has I think everybody's has obviously like I'll probably say that it makes you this will probably make you more of a go-getter like to like instead of like procrastinating on stuff that's a big word bro it's like, yeah instead of procrastinating and just taking your time and stuff it's actually jumping opportunity that's true that's a very big shout oh my god that man called me the oracle <laughs> far from it <laughs> What about you, bro? Um, yeah, bro. So I guess now going forward, um, I, I mean, I feel like my kind of plans are still similar. Still just kind of, you know, play tennis how, however long I can and stuff. And then 
Um, but yeah, I think another big thing this has taught me is that I really took for granted traveling, especially because, you know, I, I, would, I would travel quite a lot before this to America and back and stuff. Um, it makes me really even more so now want to go and travel to more places, see more. Because now I have friends, you know, I have friends in different countries. It's like, I really want to go there now and see this. Because now, now that I've had that taken away from me, it makes me realize like what an opportunity that actually is just to get on a plane and go, go see someone, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that's something I really want to, um, I really want to um, focus on is doing that kind of stuff. Um, I just really, a, a big thing I want to make sure I can do at some point is go back to like the St. Louis area, like where my college was. And I still have a lot of friends that live there and I really want to go spend like, a month or even more just kind of hanging out with them seeing them you know i got ethan there now um Rattic lives there. i got jackson Benny. you know i got a good group of people um that i really want to go spend some time with and i feel like this virus not to say i wouldn't have done that anyway beforehand but i feel like this virus has really made me like want to do that more than ever now because like i said that's been taken away from me now um you know and so i feel like you you crave it even more in that sense when when it's when you when it's been taken from you um and so, yeah, mm. in terms of perspective, um, I'm sorry, yeah, like there, and then obviously I want to go, like, to Canada and stuff as well, like, see Evan and his mom, like, that that would be a big thing for me too. Um, and in terms of perspective, yeah, kind of like the cheesy ones that everyone says, but it's just, like, seeing you, for example, I, I used to t- take that for granted in the past, um, and now that I can't, bro, we're nine episodes into a podcast, but we haven't physically seen each other, like, that's, that's insane. Um, yeah, yeah I thought about that, you know, I was like, right, me and this guy are, like, properly like quite deep into making a podcast now and i haven't even seen him um so it's just little things like that bro like i feel like i i just really dashing my perspective like i, I won't when i see you the next time i see my auntie and my uncle like those kind of things like i think i'll just be way more on it not to say that i wasn't before but it just like i really i really see that now um yeah no, and again and then just the basics of life bro like the most basic things that now i'm seeing like raw like that's mad like I'm so lucky to have that stuff. So um yeah, that's just the move going forward and the maybe the positives that I've taken out of El Coronavirus. Hmm. As you go. Well yeah. <laughs> Anything else you got to say? Uh no man. I enjoyed that, bro. That was a that was a nice one. We're fifty four minutes in, we're just taking a piss at this point. People <laughs> <laughs> people probably listen like can these lot just wrap it up? I remember Jackson and Danielle when we first started the podcast. They gave me a call and they're like, "Case, one one thing I you guys should do is make the episodes longer." So hopefully you guys are you guys better listen to the very end of this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to summarize, you got a little summarization for us. To summarize, fuck Corbin, Jake, now on on a whole, this just try and stay positive. Obviously, everyone's going through hard times, but um. Yeah, just with that within yourself, man. Just find, just try and find your own thing that makes you like keep peace in the situation. I like that. I like that. So, like, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, no, I'd pretty much echo what Rion had to say. Like, reach out to your mates because they're probably feeling the same way. Um, even like, think about the future. Like, still get excited about the future. You know, like, don't don't be put off that. Like, still think about that stuff. Um, and yeah, like, try and not reinvent yourself, but just find different things, like different things you make. Even if you want to start a podcast too, you copycat bastards. I'm not saying that, bro. I said that strongly, innit? You said that strongly. 
Hey, fam, they caught me off guard, fam. <laughs> no, um, fam, no, I'm joking, funny. but if you want to do that, do it, bro. Like, just do some random stuff, man. And then, this has taught me. <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. Where's the coffee cat? Bastards. But, um, I nah, no, I'm going to end it on that note. But, yeah, nah, do your thing, man. Do random stuff. At the end of the day, no one gives a fuck anyway, you know? Um, so yeah. have, have fun, man, and oh, right, make the most fun. out of the situation. But yeah, Reed, to end our discussion on COVID nineteen. Um, oh yeah, oh. one last thing. Next week, oh, our, our um, topics Q and A. So please, man, um, just send in questions you want us to answer because this is for you to get to know us. So ask what you want to. Yeah, answer. almost like an extended because it's like episode ten, little milestone, and that we wanted it to be like a little. A fun one. So yeah, throwing your questions to us. We're just going to be answering questions the whole time. So um, I'll post it on social media and stuff so you guys will know. But yeah, Re. Yeah, that's it. Sounds Love like, you guys. Sounds, man. sounds like Thank you've you got hustle and bustle supply. in the background. So we'll let you go. Oh, <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> He's packing right, his bro. bag. All right, big fella. <laughs>